Gemara Erubin has been sponsored by Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife Celia for their success, for their children's success, health, happiness, beracha, parnasav, atzlaha, bechol maaseh yedehem. Daf Ayin. Today's daf is being studied in Fuashelema. Norman Silberstein Ben Mary El Narefanalo El Narefanalo El Narefanalo Betok Shear Hole Amo Israel Venomar Amen. Today's dap is being studied by Elun Shvatacham Baruch Rafael Ben Miriam and Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Begin Eden Amen. We are beginning on Daf Samechtet Amucheni and we are going to start uh, four lines. From the bottom And the Gemara Says a quote from the Mishnah So we explained in the Mishnah That if uh, The members of the Hatser Make Bitul Rishut They relinquish their rights to the uh, Hatser To two members so then already that is not considered a relinquishment And therefore uh, the members are going to be asur Which means it's permissible to relinquish your rights to one member Where everybody in the Hatser says our, hatser, our walking rights in the Hatser Is mevatel to one guy So the Hatser becomes technically his And therefore he would be able to carry However in a case where you are telling it to two people it does not work. So the Gebara says, Peshita. Well, isn't that obvious? Because if you mevatil it to two people, bottom line, you still have two people in the Hatsen that did not make an Aruv. And therefore, it's not going to help you. You have to mevatil it to one, where it's one collective group. But if you mevatil it to two people, he didn't uh, solve anything. So the Gemara says, Lot Serikha, the case is talking about, the Hadar, Hadminayu, Ubatile, Lehavre. We're talking about that subsequently, after they were Mevatil it to the two guys, now one of those two were Mevatil it to his friend. So exactly, it was two steps. So Gemara says, Maudete, Malishtere. I would have thought that what, that, that should be permissible Because bottom line now it all belongs to one person Comes the So the Gemara says The Hadush is that since at the time that you made the original Bitul That Bitul did not affect anything Because still it was Asur for them to carry so therefore, a bitul only works when it affects something. This bitul did not do anything. You needed stage two in order to complete it. And therefore, since at stage one, when the members of the Hatseru and Vatela to the two members, so therefore, since it did not accomplish anything, it's considered that it did not happen. And therefore, it's not considered a bitul. Therefore, what they did subsequently doesn't mean anything. Because it's not considered they got anything. So therefore, that's the Hadush of the That even though subsequently they were mevatel between themselves, since it's, it's still not going to work. Comes Gemara and says, She'ehad noten reshut. If you remember the Mishnah, the Mishnah then said, because we have a rule. That ehad noten reshut, v'notel reshut, shnayim notrim reshut, v'en notlim reshut. 
Says the Mishnah then gave like a um, like a rule. The Mishnah said because when it comes to one person, he's able to relinquishes the shoot and he's able to receive the shoot. As opposed to two people, they're only able to relinquish, but they're not able to receive. So the Gemara is going to ask that superfluous. He just he just told us these dinim right. Why do you have to repeat it yet a second time? So the Gemara says ha tu lamali. Which means, what do you have to tell me uh, this case again? Inoten tanina. Inotel tanina. Which means, when you tell me that one man is able to relinquish the shoot and is able to receive the shoot, what was the Hidush in that statement? Inoten. If the Hidush is what? That one guy can relinquish tanina. We learned it already in the Mishnah. That was the first case of the Mishnah. If you tell me the Hidush is notel, that one man is able to receive Rishuyot, which means when they can relinquish to him, Tanina. That's also the Mishnah. Which is, if you remember the first case of the Mishnah, it said, And Sheikh which means the Mishnah discussed exactly how you mevatel to one guy, and he's mevatel to them. So what does the Mishnah have to say again? A rule that one guy could be noten reshut, give his reshut over, and noten reshut. Everything is written already. So the Gemara says, you're right, you don't need it for that case. You need it for the second part of that statement. What was the second part of that statement? Shenayim notnim reshut. Ah, two people are able to relinquish their rights to the other members of the Haser. Why, why should that be a Hadush? The Gemara says, Hanami pshita. So that's also Pashut. Just like one guy can relinquish the shoot, why can't two guys relinquish their rights to everybody else in the Hatzir? So he was no, there's a Hadush there. I would have thought, Nigzar, to make a Gezera, Dilma Atel Betulelehu, Kamash Mahlan. If I let them relinquish the shoot, I might come and give them the shoot. And we just learned that you can't give them the reshut. Because when you're going to give them the reshut, they're osir on each other. So I might have thought that you make a gezerah. That we do not let them be noten reshut. Because you might come to be mevatel reshut to them. Kamash ma'lan, that it's okay. That we don't make a gezerah. So therefore again, the hadush of that statement in the Mishnah is what? That two people are able to relinquish their rights to the other members of the Hatser. Ah, Peshita, isn't that obvious? No, it's not obvious. Because you would have thought that we should make a Gezera, that they cannot relinquish their rights, lest the opposite happens. Meaning, if the members of the Hatser are going to relinquish to them, which we just learned is Asud. That comes the Gemara and continues. And the Gemara continues. Ve'en notlim reshut. Well, now we just repeat another statement that we learned already in the Mishnah. En notlim reshut is what? Two members of the Haser are not allowed to receive reshut. Meaning the members of the Haser cannot mevatil to two people. So the Gemara says again, that's repetitious. Lamali, why do you have to tell us that? You told me already in the Mishnah, this deen, why repeat it again? So the Gemara says, Lo afalgab amri le kane al menat lehaknot. 
Here's the Hadush. Even in a case where the original members of the Hasid told the two people that they wanted to relinquish their rights to, they said, we're giving you rights, our rights, on the condition that you will then live a tale to each other. One of you will live a tale to each other. Still it doesn't work. Which is even though that was the original stipulation. It's still two stages. But the Hadush over here is even though those two stages were already stipulated from the beginning. Which is Keneh, acquire, on the condition what? Laknot. In order that what? Subsequently you will be Meknah to one another or one to the other. Still it doesn't work. Now why would I think it should work? Because I might think already, this is all big one, shilihut. It's all big one, uh, 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 transferring through a shaliyah. Which means, they're coming along and saying, listen, we want you to be uh, our representative. We're going to be maknaid all two. One of you, technically. And then, uh, that fellow will uh, buy the rights of the other guy. You might think it works like that. Where you're being maknaid all two. Uh, one one guy, and they're saying you be our shaliyah now to buy it from the second guy. That's rights were not acquired. Kamashwan doesn't work either. Even if they made such a stipulation, it still does not work. no, does not work. Comes the Gemara and says, Okay, now we get to the sugya. Abaye asked the question to Rabbah. <coughs> you have five dwellers in one chaser. And one of the members forgot to make an eruv. Now he has to mevatel the shoot to the members of the chaser. Does he have to mevatel to each member individually? Or it's enough just to mevatel to one of the members? Because since those members are one anyway, understand those four are one unit. So maybe it's enough just to move a tail to one of the guys in the unit. So that's like you move a tail to the whole unit. Or do you say no? You have to move a tail to each member of the Hatser. Meaning you'd be able to say, according to some sheet, or you'd be able to say, Hareni mevatel lekulichim. Right, actually have to go to each one. Or is it enough just to say no? Hareni mevatel lecha. And therefore uh, it's, it's done anyways. That was the question that Abayi Esraba. So Gemara says, Amar le, he told him, Tzarich levatel lechol echad vechad. That's Rabashita. Rabashita is you have to levatel to each one. Etibe. Now the Gemara is going to ask a Brayta, and it is a very interesting Brayta. This Brayta over here encompasses uh, seven different cases. Now the Gemara is going to only ask from one of the cases. But the Gibra feels to bring the whole Braita down because we'll learn some other Hadushim, the Gabe Ayruv. So we're going to constantly have to remember the seven cases. So let's try to read them together now. Etive, we have a question. Case number one. Ehad Shilo'irav. Noten Rishutole Ehad Shairav. That's the first case. What's the scenario? You have three members living in a hasir. If you want to uh, write next to Yigimariyot, so you remember the cases. You have three members living in the hasir. Only two of them made aruf. Okay? So one of them is osir on them. So the 
Braita says, Ehad shelo irav, the guy that did not make eruv, noten reshuto leehad. He's mevatel his reshut to one. Other members, shayirav. Right there's the question against Rabbah. Because Rabbah says you have to mevatel to each one. Here it says you just have to mevatel to one. Okay, again, like I said, the Gemara could have stopped there and asked the question, but it decides to give us six more cases. Case number two. Shnaim shayirbu. Same case. You have two people that made an Ayruv. Notnim reshutam lehachilo Ayruv. Ayruv. Fine, they can relinquish their rights to the fellow that did not make an Ayruv. Case number three. Ushnaim shelo Ayruv. This case that she explains, let's say you have four dwellers in the Hatser. Okay? Two of them made Ayruv, two of them did not. So it says, Shnaim shelo Ayruv. Notnim reshutam lishnaim shelo Ayruv. So the two that did not make Eruv relinquish their rights to the two that made Eruv. Case number four. Or, let's say you have three dwellers in a Hatzid and nobody made an Eruv. You have three, nobody made Eruv. So then what do you do? Le'ehad shelo'ayrev. Then already you mevatel to one. The two who did not make an Eruv. I mevatel to the one that did not make an Eruv. And therefore he's considered a single dweller and therefore he has no problem. So therefore, all these four cases have something in common. What? The bitul works. The next three cases, five, six, and seven, are the sefa of the Braita, where we see bitul does not work. So get what I says. Number five. Aval, however, in a case where let's say you have three members of the Hatser, and again, two people made Eruv, two out of three. Lo ehad she'irav noten reshuto le'ehad she'lo'irav. Which means, one of the members, one of the members that made Eruv, one of the members that made Eruv, cannot mevatil to the member that did not make Eruv. Why? Because there's still another guy there that's not part of it. There was, again, two made Eruv, one did not. So the one Eruv guy cannot mevatil to the low Eruv guy. Because there's still one guy that's not part of the group. So then that would not work. Case number six. Ve'en shenayim. Let's say you have a case of four people in a hatzer. Ve'en shenayim she'arbu notim l'shutam l'shnayim she'lo'arbu. Okay, that's our case of the Mishnah. You have two members in the hatzer that made an eruv. They cannot be batil l'shut to two members that did not make an eruv. Because still they're going to be asur to each other. Case number uh, seven. Ve'en shnayim shelo'arbu notem l'shutam l'shnayim shelo'arbu Well, for that matter, uh, you have, let's say, everybody in the Hatser that did not make an Eruv So therefore, two members cannot be vatil to two members Again, it's similar to case number six And the Gebrah is going to ask what the purpose of every single case is So don't worry, every case is going to be justified why it was written Now we get to the question Katani miyat But we have a partial quotation from the Braita, and that's where we're going to have our uh, question. Resha, the first case, Ehad Shiloh One guy did not make Eruv, Noten Rishuto Le'ehad Shi'irav. He gives his Rishut to the one guy that made an Eruv. That's the case again where there's three people in the Hatser, two made an Eruv, one did not. What did the Braita say? The one is one who did not is Mibatil to one that did. So Gebra says, "Hechi dame, idelika harina bahade bahade." If you're gonna tell me, maybe it's only two people in the hatzer. 
Maybe it's one guy who didn't make a eruv, and one guy did. So just telling me the one guy who didn't makes a bitul to him. The Gemara says, "Ba'adim man iraf." So then, what do you mean? It says the guy that made an eruv. Who do you make an eruv with? You can't make an eruv with yourself. So therefore, it has to be at least three people. Elab shita diikaharina ba'adim. Must be there's three people. There's another guy in there. The katani. And what does it say? Le'ehad shi'irev. And it says you only have to mivatil to one. So how is Rava going to? Answer. The Rabbah. Hachabim ha'haskinan. Rabbah, so you know what the case is talking about? Behava umit. Yeah, the guy was there going into Shabbat. There was a third guy. But on the course of Shabbat, he died. And therefore now, all you're doing is only have two guys left. So in that case, all you mevatel is two. One. In the Kanami, if he was still alive, you'd have to mevatel two. Each one. The reason why the brightest is only mevatel two. One guy is, because there's only one guy there. What do you mean by it? Since he made an Aruv. Yeah, he made an Aruv with somebody that was there before Shabbat. But now the guy died, he's not there anymore. So therefore, it is no question on Rava. The only question you can ask is, that we have a law that we're going to learn, that normally, even when a person in the Hatser dies, his inheritors take over. So this guy doesn't have inheritors. His children. So therefore, technically it's still, he should be tell to two people. The fellow that's there and the inheritor of the... Guy. So that she says, that she says, we're talking about a very specific case. We're talking about where they're not in a chatzir, a normal chatzir in the in the yeshuv in the city. They made in a, 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 a situation in the field. They're somewhere in a valley somewhere that's in hefker property, and they put walls around the uh, area before Shabbat, and they made themselves a you know a temporary situation hatzer and therefore when the guy dies he does not bequeath that area to his children it's not his permanent house it's in the middle of a uh, field so therefore we alleviate the problem of yorshim in any event that's the way Rava is going to answer the question comes Gavran says if you tell me the case is talking about where the guy was there and he died so technically, you have to keep the cases of the Braita consistent. Because if you tell me case number one is where he died, so now you have to go to the parallel case in that Braita, which is actually case number five. And the Gibraltar says, Ima Sefa. I'll ask you a question from the Sefa. The Sefa would be again, I'm telling you, case number five, which is what? Aval en echad she'irev. Right? We said that what? That again, when you have, let's review case number five, that was told that we have three people in the Hatzid, and only two of them made Iruv. So we said, the one that made Iruv cannot mevatil the shoot to the guy that didn't make an Iruv. Because you still have one guy that is left out. So the Gibraltar says, wait, the Eid have a meat. But if we're talking about a case where the third guy died, am I? No, why not? Because now he's the only guy left. So the guy technically can make bitul in such a case. So the Gemara says, Ela pshita Oh, so must be talking about what? That there's a guy, he is alive. So the Gemara says, Umidisefa ite, reshaname well, so if the Sefav case number five, we're talking about where there's three guys and they're all alive. Must be in the Resha, we're talking about three guys and they're all alive. And what? You said that you only have to move that to one. That's a question on Lava. Kemara says, Midi Iriya. That's your uh, question? 
Learn case number one like it is, and learn case number five like it is. What are you comparing cases? I'll tell you, case number one is talking about when a guy died. Case number five is talking about when the guy's still there. Why can't you learn the cases separately? So the Gabbana says, tear down. You know what? I'll prove it to you. That the last case, case number five, has to be talking about where the guy was alive. Diktani sefadirisha. Because we have the last case of the Risha. Now, the way we call Risha usually is the first part, and Sefa is usually the second part. For our purposes, the first four cases of this Braita are considered Risha, because those are the cases where Bitul works. And the last three cases, five, six, and seven, are considered the Sefa. So the Gibbalah says, Sefa de Risha, one of the last cases of the beginning cases. Meaning, we're talking about case number three now. And what's case number three? Right, let's say you have two guys in the Chatzid that did not make Eruv. Right, they're able to relinquish their rights to the two guys that made Eruv. So the Gemara says, the Gemara makes a diuk. Yeah, it sounds like that the two guys, uh, you see the two guys, can relinquish to who? To two. Again, the two guys uh, that did not make Eruf. How many people are we allowing them to make the Bitul to? Two make a Bitul to. Two meaning to each one. Now, lo. Implying what? To one person. No, why did you have to give me that case? Why did you have to give me a case of four? Two to two. You can teach me the same principle by a case of two guys to one. The point is, they shoot. And the fact that the Braita went out of its way to give me a case of two guys uh, that um, made the Eruv. So they mevatel it to the two guys that did not make an Eruv. It's coming to teach you what? That you have to mevatel to each individual guy. So what does this prove? Rava. So therefore, they go back to the first case. If you tell me that you have to move a tail to each individual guy, I, the first case must be talking about where one of the guys died. And that's why it says, Because really the other guy is not there. But had he been there, like in case number three, where it's two, that I'm telling to two, you have to move a tail to each guy. Therefore, Rabbah supports his understanding of the cases from case number three. Of Abaye Amar. Now Abaye who says, no, 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 no. You don't have to mevatel to every member. You just have to mevatel to one. How does he learn? Abaye Amar, my libit. What does it mean in case number one? Where it says. Where does it mean when it says, in this case over here. Oh, libit. Okay. Well, you have, let's say, two members. I'm mevatel to two members. It means le'ehad mibit. It just means to one of the two. Doesn't mean you have to mevatel it to, to each uh, each one. Mevatel to one of the two. Okay. So the Gemara says, if that's why Abiy is learning. Litni le'ehad she'idev. Let it say explicitly. Let's let it say that the guy who did not make the Eruf, or the two guys that did not make the Eruf, can be it to the one guy. Why did you tell me Shnayim? Which means, if your whole Hadush Abaye is, you don't need to be to two. 
So give me, give me a simpler case. Why confuse it? Don't say two are mevatil to two, but it means one of the two. Say it straight out. Say two will mevatil to one. To the one guy that did not make a roof. All the hachilo That would be case number four. Case number four was where all three did not make Eruv, uh, and therefore uh, they can be betel all to one guy. And that's not a problem. That two guys can be betel to one. But case number four should have been the same case. Where you have four guys, good. Keep it to three. What do you have to make it four? Keep it where two guys will be betel to one. What do you have to give a case where two will be betel to two, and two means one of the two? Uh, that's a dog according to Abiyah. And the Gemara actually says Kasha. Uh, that's a little dohak according to Abiyah. So let's just review for a second. According to Rava, it's very good. Two are mevatil to two, meaning two, each one individually. The Resha that said two are mevatil to uh, one, oh, I'm sorry, one is mevatil uh, to, to one. How, how can it be mevatil to one? To the, it says the one that is not part of the Iruf, mevatil to the one that is part of the Iruf. That must be part of the Iruf with somebody else. So technically you have to be batil to him and his partner. Yeah. Oh, so it's two. Now he's dead. He's dead, so therefore technically it's only one to him. And if he was alive, you'd have to be batil to him as well. So that's the makhluk. So now the Gemara is going to discuss the necessity of the other cases of the Braita. Okay. Now we start. Ehad shelur iriv. One of the members did not make an eruv. Notin reshuto le'ehad she'iriv. Okay? He's able to give, that's the case number one. According to Abaye, the guy's there. Okay? And therefore you only have to give, make a be two to one out of them. That's why it says, It's Meduyek and according to Abaye. And the Hadush of Abaye is what? You do not have to be able to shoot to each individual guy. And the Hadush of Rabbah is talking about the cases where the, there was originally three guys. But one of the guys that were part of the Eruv actually died. The lo gazur. Hidush is, we do not make a gezera zimnin de'iteh. Which means, since you started with three, and now one guy died, I'm allowing you to be vatil to that one guy, I might have thought you make a gezera. And you know what, this case you cannot be vatil. Gezera to a case where the guy is still alive, and you might come to be vatil only to one. And according to Rabbi, you have to be vatil to each one. Kamashwam, we don't make such a gezera. When the guy's not around, you can be vatil to the shoot uh, to him, and you don't have to be concerned that if we allow this case, you might come to allow a case where he is alive, and you can only be vatil to one, and therefore you can have a problem. Kamashwalan, lo gazrinan. Good. Now we go to the next case. Ushnaim shi'irbu. Two guys, we have three guys in a hatsir. Two guys made Ayruv. Good, he can give his rights to one of the guys that did not make the Ayruv, the third guy. So he relinquished everything to one guy, so not just one guy in a hatsir. Pshita. Isn't that obvious? Of course, well, why, why can't you be vatil? Bama, it's only now. One guy, one guy owns uh, everything. They were vatil. So the Gebara says, I would have thought, Kevan de lo irev liknese. I might have said like this, punish him. Since he did not join in the Ayruv, I might say, we don't give him privileges now that they could never tell to shoot to him. You lost out on the Ayruv? You didn't join? 
they're out. How you gonna? Because by 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 relinquishing the shoot to him, he has rights now. Now he, he's the only guy that's allowed to carry. So I might have thought punish the guy and suffer the consequences. That no, that even though that guy was not part of the eruv, you can never tell to him. We we'll go to the next case. Ubet shelo erbu. Okay, this is the case of four. We have it's case number three. You have four members in the hatzer. Two made eruv, two did not. So what was the din? Ubet shelo erbu. Notnim l'shutam l'shnayim she'erbu. Right, two uh, that made the eruv. I'm going to tell the shoot to the two guys uh, that did not. I'm sorry. The other way can only be the other way. <laughs> the two guys that did not right, be part of the Eruv, then the Vatil to the members that are together, so they, they're out. The two guys that did not make Eruv are out, so you're left with only members of Eruv. Perfect. So they give us Lirava. You know why you need this case? You need case number three, which this is, to teach you how to learn case number one. Meaning, the reason why you need two to two is to teach you that you have to live to each one individually. Uh, each one individually. Now I know how to learn case number one. When it says you live to one guy, must be talking about because the other guy died. So this case over here is a gilui for us, how to learn the first case. I explain it again. This case over here, what does it need? What do you need it for? It really should be pashut as well. Two guys that are not uh, part of the Eruv, they can be tail to two. Well, why not? Because you're right, you know why you need this case? Because it's teaching me a very important fact according to Rabbah. That they have to be tail to each one. You can't just be tail to one of the members of the group. You have to be tail to each one. Oh, you know what that does for me? That now explains to me how to learn case number one. Right, which means when case number one said that the mevatel, the guy who didn't make an eruv, is mevatel the guy that made the eruv, it's only one, I thought you have to mevatel to two. She said, you do have to. But we're talking about a case where the third guy died, and therefore there is no other guy there. And therefore, if the case of number three teaches me how to learn case number one, the Abayyeh, what is this case for? Bet shelo erbu, it's terichale. You, know, you, you need this case. You need the case uh, of uh, where you have two that did not make it aruf. Why? Salka da tachamina ligzar dilma atel betulelehu kamash malan. Good. Abayi will tell you like this. According to him, he learned the case where you only be telling it to one of the two. So what do you need this case for? So the case, because it's not really coming to tell me anything that we don't know already. Which means already from the Resha, we know that you only have to be to one, according to Abayir. So why repeat me a case where you have the two guys that didn't make an Eruv, a Mevatil to one of the uh, two. We know that already from the case number one. Explanation, you might have thought that it doesn't work in the case of two people. Because if you allow them to Mevatil Reshut, they might come and receive Reshut. Now, can they receive Reshut to people? No, because now they're said to each other. So you might have thought, Gezera, that they cannot relinquish, after that they might come to receive. Kamash Malan, we don't say that. We don't say that it's permissible for the two guys that did not make Eruut to the two guys that did. And we don't make a Gezera that the other, other way will happen. We'll go to the next case. 
Echad Shelo Erev Lamali That's really case number four Where nobody made an Eruv All three guys in the Hatser Nobody made an Eruv So what do we say? You Mevatel to one guy You know the other two Two Mevatel to one Now one guy is the only uh, you know, proprietor there So the Gemara says well, We need that case for this is obvious. You're never telling it to one guy. So, I would have thought that when does Bitul work? Where at least you have some members in the Hatser that made Eruv. But maybe in a case where nobody in the Hatser made Eruv, we should make a Knas and not allow them to make Bitul at all. So you don't forget the, the concept of Eruv over here. Which means, we're going to be worried about their children. They're going to see people what? People carrying, albeit limited carrying, because only one guy can really carry. But what's going to end up happening? They're going to think, oh, there's no, there's no, no Eruv. There's no concept of Eruv. You just move a tail the uh, shuyot, and that's, uh, that, 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 that's all you need. So I might have thought when there's no Eruvin done at all, Maybe I don't allow Bitul to shoot, lest the institution of Eruv become forgotten. Kamash Ma'lan, we don't say that. And, and, and I explained to you the logic of why we don't say that. Because bottom line, they're going to remember the concept of Eruv. Because when they move a tail to one guy, the other two cannot carry. <laughs> so the children are going to say, hey, what's going on here? Why, why, why can he carry? Why can't uh, we not carry? Oh, because we forgot to make it a roof. So therefore, you might have thought that it can lead to a case that you're upsetting. No one set up an roof. So we shouldn't allow anything to happen unless people forget that there's a concept. Come on, Shana, no, really, that that is not going to happen in such a scenario. Comes the Gemara further. Case number five. Now we discuss the cases where Bitul does not work. Aval. In Ehad Shirev, Noten Rishuto, the Ehad Shiloirev. Okay, what was that case over there? Case number five was you have three people living in a Hasir. Okay, two people made Eruv. Uh, okay, so one of those guys cannot make a tail to the guy that did not make an Eruv. Why? Because you still have one guy that's not part of it. You still have one guy that's part of the Eruv and uh, you didn't make a tail to him. So therefore, the Gemara says, Abal, I read inside. In Ehad Shirev, one of the members that did Eruv cannot noten l'shutol Ehad Shirev. Now, the Abaye, according to Abaye, Tanasefa, it had to say this case. You know why? Ligiluye Resha. To come and tell me the Resha. In this case, it's not going to work, only why? Really, I'll tell you, normally you can nevatil to one. It's just in this case, it doesn't work because uh, a guy was part of the Eruv. He didn't nevatil to, 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 to the guy that didn't. Which normally, to nevatil to one does work. In this case, it does because you have two guys with part of the Eruv. But the Resha, meaning case number uh, one, or case number three, for that matter, when I tells you two amivatil to two, I can tell you it means one of the two. In this case, it doesn't work because who's doing the bitul over here? One of the guys of uh, of the eruv uh, that made the eruv is mivatil to one of the guys that did not make. That's not going to work because he left one of the guys out. 
But in the case, for example, case number three, where you have two guys that did not make Eruv, they can be batil to the two that did, they can, it means one of the two. Because bottom line, they mevat, the, the guys who did not make Eruv, they need to relinquish. They're both coming out. So they can come out on, even if they only did it two, one. So then with this case, number five, is Megaleh to us how to learn uh, the earlier cases? That may be case number one. It's obvious. Case number one was, is going to be where you actually only have to relinquish it to one guy, even though there's three guys there. The guy didn't know one died in case number one. Which means that three guys that are in the Hatzir, two made Eruv, one guy didn't. The guy who did not make Eruv, listen closely, can never tell to one of the two guys. So that's how Abayah learns. Now, what do you need this case for? I need the Tana Resha, Tani Nameh, Sefa. Jeez, according to Rabbah, this case is totally superfluous. Totally extra, because bottom line, you have a case over here of uh, three guys in a Hatzir, and you have a case of uh, two guys made the Eruv, one guy did not. So the one guy that made an Eruv cannot be Vatil. Well, Obviously, you cannot move a tail, which means this case over here technically is not necessary, but we're just giving you the uh, flip side of what we said in the Resha. Meaning, in case number one, exactly, in case number one, we also had three guys, right? And the guy who did not, uh, you have three guys that uh, in the Hatzir, case number one, two guys made Eruv, and one guy did not. It's actually the same scenario as case number five. The only problem is, in this case over here, in case number one, the guy that did not make the Eruv is Mivatel to the one that made the Eruv. So that was just giving you the reverse side. The reverse side would be that if the guy who uh, uh, did not make uh, the Eruv is Mivatel to uh, one of the guys that made the Eruv, that's not enough. Because you still have a, you still have a, nothing I know. Talking about a case where he didn't die. No, that's why we didn't die. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Uh, we will look at Rashi four lines at the bottom. Aidi de Tana Resha. You see Rashi four lines at the bottom? Ehad Shelo Irev. Just like we learned in the first case. One guy that did not make an Eruv. Noten Rishuto Lehad Shairev. We're talking about the, was the case where the other guy died. Tana Haksefa. Debcha. Debcha lo. That the guy that did not make an Eruv can be vatil to the one that made Eruv. But the guy that uh, made the Eruv cannot be vatil to the guy that did not because there's another guy with him. And it's not going to work. And the Rishah is talking about where one guy died. In this case, it's about where everybody is alive. Okay, now we go to case number six. Yabana says like this. Good. Four guys in a Hatzir. Two made Eruv, two did not make Eruv. So the Shnaim Sha'idbu, the two guys that made Eruv, case number six. They could not mevatel the shoot to the two guys that did not make Eruv. Now isn't that obvious? Because when they're going to mevatel to two guys that did not make Eruv, they still will sit on each other. Because bottom line, now you have two guys that did not make Eruv, that are in a Hatzir. So the Gevara says, lamali. What do I need this case for? It's obvious that it's not going to be, it's not, not going to work. 
which means obviously it's uh, it, it, it doesn't have any uh, viability. So the Gemara says, "Hey, we're talking about where there was two stages, just like we said in the Mishnah, two stages. They were mevatel to the two who did not make the roof. Then subsequently, one of those two guys mevatel to each other. I want to tell you that's okay. That it doesn't work. Why? The batil, since at the time that the members that were ma'ariv, when they were mevatel, to the members that were not ma'ariv, since at that time nothing was mutal. So therefore, law it doesn't work. Meaning, when they were mevatel to the two that did not make iruv, at that point did anything happen? No, it's still asur. Bitul only works when the bitul does something immediately. But when the bitul has to be followed up by a, another stage of bitul, that means the first bitul was not a bitul. And therefore, the second bitul is not uh, following anything. Therefore, no good. Uh, so comes the Gemara and says, now case number seven. Gemara says, Ve'en shenayim shelo irbu, notnim neshutam neshnayim shelo irbu. We're talking about a case where there are four guys in a hatzer, nobody made iruf. Okay, so nobody made Ayruv over here. So it says, two cannot make bitul to two. Well, obvious. It's, 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 the, same, uh, it's the same concept. Which means, when they move until to two, you still have now two guys that are living together without an Ayruv. So, that's like case number six. What's the difference in the case where we have three guys in a, in a Hatser, right, where we're telling you, that uh, the uh, bitul does not work when they uh, go to uh, the two, two members. Uh, what's case number six? Right, that was two to two. So what's what's the difference between where two made in iruv and two didn't make an iruv? When you tell me you, the two that made cannot move until to the two that didn't, now you're talking about four that didn't. So the two that didn't cannot move until to the two that didn't. Of course, we still have two guys that didn't make. And it over the same principle. So the Gemara says, I read again three lines at the bottom. The ancient times shlo'adbu, not even shlo'adbu. Right, two to two, nobody made ne'aruv. Hatulamali. Who are you in this case for? Lotzericha, the Amri keni al menat laknot. Exactly like we learned in the Mishnah. The case is talking about even where the two guys told the other two. We're mevatelling to you on condition. We're acquiring, you can acquire our chatzid on condition that subsequently you will be makneh to one another. Kamash, mm. even that doesn't work, even though it was stipulated from the beginning. And you might have thought that it's working now, midin shilihut, meaning they are coming along and saying, as if to say, we own the chatzid, we're us to all four, right? We're going to relinquish our rights technically to one of you guys, and you'll be our shaliyah now to subsequently makneh to the other guy, still it does not work, which is bottom line, you have to be makneh only to one guy, even if you said from the beginning, keneh al menat that was the original condition, it does not work. Comes the Gemara and continues. Ba'a mineh rabam rab naqman. A new point. Yoresh ma'u shi'batel reshut. Okay, now we talk about inheritors, which means he inherited his father's uh, property. His father died on Shabbat. Okay, he was in the Hatzer. 
and um, the father did not make an Eruf. Okay? Father did not make Eruf. And he was not Mivatil his Rishut. Because he was ruining it for the members of the Hasid. Okay? What happened? He died. So the question is, can we go now to his inheritor on Shabbat and say, listen, it's your, it's your property now. So please Mivatil it to us in order that what? So we'd be able to carry. So the Gemara says, what's the two sides of the question? Because I could argue like this. If you have ability to make Eruv from before Shabbat, then you have the ability to also Mivatil on Shabbat. However, but this inheritor, this inheritor did not have rights to make Eruv, because on Eruv Shabbat his father was still alive. So maybe he does not have rights to Or maybe I say that the inheritor literally is a leg of his father, meaning he is an extension of his father, and therefore, just whatever his father is able to do, he's able to do. He, he just steps into his shoes, so to speak. Right, so the father, no, the father could have made Bitul if he was alive. So right now, I'm the, I, he's serving as a narrator, so therefore he could do also. So that's the question. What's the capacity of a Yoresh? So the Gemara says, Amarleh. So who's talking to? Let's just get the names. Sabah was asking Rav Nachman. Amarleh, Ani Omer Mevatel. I say, he steps into his father's shoes, he can be Mevatel in his shoes. But these guys from the Bet Midrash of Shemuel, these guys, these are rabbis, from the house of Shemuel, Tanu, they said, in the Batil. They say that they do not have the right to make Bitul. Mahlokit. Gibra says, Etibe. Oh, we have a question from a Brayta. Zeaklal. Now, the Gibra is going to give rules. Pay attention to the rules because the Gibra is going to explain how each uh, rule manifests. Okay, first we'll give you the klalim. Zehaklal. Rule number one. Koshim hutal Shabbat. Anything that's permissible for part of the Shabbat, hutal lechol Shabbat. Becomes permissible for the entire Shabbat. Nechoshim ne'esar lemiksat Shabbat. Anything that was forbidden for part of the Shabbat, ne'esar lechol Shabbat. Chutz mevatel reshut. Except for the scenario of mevatel reshut. Now the Gemara explains. Koshim hutal lemiksat Shabbat, mutal lechol Shabbat. What's the case of something that was mutar for part of the Shabbat? That becomes permissible for the rest of the Shabbat. Kegon. Halakha. You have two chatserot. You want to make a shituf between the two chatserot. Halakha says you can only make a shituf between them if you have a door that is connecting them. Beautiful. So going into Shabbat, there was a door there. You had access. And now, since you had access, you can make an eruv amongst both of them. So into Shabbat, it was a legitimate situation. What happened? Vinistama petah. Over Shabbat now, the door closed. Oh, so now you come along and say, oh, now it should be asur to carry from one to the other. Now, how are you going to carry anyway? There's no door. So the Rashi explained me you want to throw. You throw from one to the other, or there's some holes in the walls, let's say, that you want to stick things in. Kamash Malan the Braita, it's okay. Since it went into Shabbat, permissible. So it started off permissible in Shabbat, it does not change its status on Shabbat to become asur. Okay, I read that cloud again. Koshimutan le Miksat Shabbat. What was the case? Petah was there, 
Nishama Petah on Shabbat, you can still transfer from one to the other. Good. Erev, or another scenario. Erev Derek Halon. Well, let's say you had a window connecting two Hatzerot. And you made an Eruv using that passageway through the window. Vinistam Halon Zeh. Right? And the Halon, I'm sorry, Vinistam Halon. And the Halon became closed up. Same scenario. You went into Shabbat, okay, good. Zeaklala Atuyeh. Now, when you have a Zeh cloud, whenever it's a Zeh cloud, this is the rule, because uh, that's the way it introduced this, this, this cloud. Zeh cloud. It must be coming to include another scenario. So the Gemara wants to know, what is the word Zeh cloud in the Braita coming to include? Mavui. It's coming to include a Mavui. Shinitlu korotavu lehayav. Which means, let's say you had a Mavui. Now we learned earlier in the Masechet, to carry the Mavui need an adjustment. You need a Lehi or a Korah. Right, the side post or a crossbeam. Now that serves as the fourth wall. Hidush. Even if, let's say, on Shabbat, the crossbeam fell down, the mavu is mutar. Wow. You, you do not have a fourth wall. It went into Shabbat kosher, it's kosher for the rest of the Shabbat. That's a big hidush. Because in the first case, at least you have chatserot that are walled. The hidush is you can still carry from one to the other, but it's still really legitimate uh, four-walled area. Isaiah Cloud comes to say, even in a scenario where you don't have a fourth wall, where the fourth wall, the adjustment fell off on Shabbat, the Mavoy is still permissible. So that's case number one. Let's go to case number two. Now, so that Asur for part of Shabbat becomes Asur the entire Shabbat. Kegon. What's the case? Okay, you have, we had this case many times. You have two houses. Okay, across the Rishut Rabim. Now, obviously, there's no intent for them to carry on Shabbat across, because there's a Rishut Rabim in the middle. And what? Goim now came along and made a Mechitza for them on Shabbat. Now, let's review the laws of a Goim making a Mechitza. Normally, when a Goim makes a Mechitza, it's permissible. It's considered a legitimate Mechitza. Technically, if there was one guy in this house and nobody on the other side, that wall would make it a full-fledged shoot. Hey, he would carry. Problem is here now you have two guys. Now you have a shared area. Since that shared area before Shabbat, going into Shabbat was Asur, because it was a shoot Rabin. So now on Shabbat, that area does not become permissible if let's know. For sure you can't make. The is even one cannot move a tail his shoot to the other guy. Because since going into Shabbat, they did not have a hetel to carry in that shared area, both of them. So therefore on Shabbat, we're not going to allow one to move a tail to the shoot to the other. Why? Because Good. So now, when it says Zaklal, it's referring to this case also. So what's the Zaklal on the Isur side? Which means, like this. Let's say, let's get the, the she there. That she says, We had a, uh, a Goy. Hey, that she. Look at Zaklal. You see that she went with Zaklal? You have a goy in the Hatser. He died on Shabbat. Since if you'd want to make an Iruv with this goy from Friday, because Iruv doesn't help. You still need to do Sikhirut. You still need to buy it from release it from him. So therefore, when he dies on Shabbat, it's not going to happen. Since you went into Shabbat technically, 
So even though that he died to twenty, he's out. It doesn't matter. Now, why did you need this case technically? Technically, we would know this from the first case. How? That's she. Which means, why can't you learn it from uh, this uh, the case that we just said? Meaning, the case where you have a hatzir, right? You have the hatzir, and what happened? Uh, no, you had two houses on the other sides of the Rishut Rabin. So you went into Shabbat Asur, and therefore when the Goy builds the wall, they still are asserting each other. Why is this case of the Goy better than that case? It's teaching you the same principle. It went into Shabbat Asur, it cannot change. The Hadush is that since going into Shabbat by the Goy case, there was a way to do it. Which means, going to the Goy case, technically if you made an Eruv with Sikhirut, it would work. Kamash Malan, but Bama you didn't. So therefore, the Goy dies on Shabbat, and you did not make Eruv and Sikhirut before Shabbat. So it means, even though you could have, that means you went into Shabbat Be'isur. So therefore, it remains Be'isur. Very good. Now we get to the... Uh, end of the Braita, Bikitani, and wouldn't it say in the Braita, Hotz Mimivatel Reshut? Except for the case of Mimivatel Reshut, Rashi, Sheshachach Velo Irev. Let's say you have a guy in the Hatzir, he forgot to make an Eruv. Shafapishin Esalam Ixat Shabbat, even though let's say going into Shabbat, he was all said on them, Yeshno Takanabi Shabbat. He can fix it on Shabbat. Meaning what? He can Mimivatel Reshut on Shabbat. So the exception case of Starting the Isur and not ending the Isur is the case of Mivatil. How? You went into Shabbat, this guy was not Mivatil, he's a shoot. He's also saying everybody on the Aruf. But what happened in the middle of Shabbat? He's able to say what? I'm Mivatil, my shoot. So the Gemara is going to ask us a question from here. It's Mashma only him, but not his inheritor. How did you tell me above that the inheritor steps into his shoes? From this bright, that is long bright that we just read. From the end of it, it's Mashmawat, only the Mivatel Reshut himself, meaning the original guy. But who could have made Bitul Me'arib Shabbat, he could Mivatel on Shabbat. Mashmaw the Yoresh, no. So the Gemara says, Ihu in. Yoresh, no. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. Don't be so. Uh, the technical in that right Ema chutz metorat bitul reshut, which means the concept exactly. Which means say this law does not apply by the concept of bitul reshut. We're not talking about the guy specifically. Not only could the guy make bitul reshut, his inheritor could also make bitul reshut. Which we originally had the lesson chutz mevatel reshut. That's talking about a specific person. Mm-hmm. Now we're saying oh, don't read it mevatel. I read it chutz metorat. Bitul Rishut. The concept of Bitul Rishut is not subject to going into Shabbat Bishud and subsequently changing. That can change status on Shabbat. Last point. Etibe. We have a Braita. What's the case of the Braita? Okay. Echadibne Hatzir. Oh, you have a member of the Hatzir. He joined with them. Shemit. So he bequeathed his rights uh, in the Hatser to a Yoresh that was not living in the Hatser. He's uh, living uh, somewhere else. He's in the Shuk. He's in the marketplace. So the idea is like this. Depends when the guy dies. If the guy in the Hatser dies, 
which means the Eruv did not yet take hold, right? Because once the guy does the Eruv Shabbat, the Eruv is Batir. Right? So therefore, Osir. The Yoresh now is Osir. Because the Yoresh, even though he technically steps in, but he steps in at a time where there was no Eruv. So therefore, the Yoresh now is considered there. And therefore, he's Osir on the members of the Eruv. Yeah. But let's say the fellow died on Shabbat, where the Eruv went in viable. So now he dies. What happens? The Yoresh moves into his uh, spot. And therefore, since you went into Shabbat Kasher, Miksat Shabbat, you Kasher the entire Shabbat. And that's the first case. Yeah. Now we go to the opposite case. Let's say you have a house in the Hatzir. The guy has a house in the Hatzir, but he doesn't live there. He has a house in the Hatzir, but he's really in the Shuk. He's in the marketplace. He doesn't live in the actual Hatzir itself. And he did not join in the Eruv. Okay. So he's not living there. And he did not join in the Eruv. We read. Ve'had bin Ashuk. Shemit. What happened? He died. Ve'niyah harishuto le'had m'b'niyah hatzer. So what did he do? He bequeathed his property to one of the members of the hatzer that did make an Eruf. Okay, the other members of the hatzer joined together. He didn't. He died. Right? But before he died, he set it up that what? His property is going to go to one of the members of the Hatzir, who is part of the Eruv. So the Gibran says also depends when he dies. If he dies before Shabbat, which means giving time for his rights to go to one of the members that made Eruv, right? And therefore now everybody's going to be Mutar, Enosir. Why? Because uh, they could make, uh, they gained, it, they, they inherited his property, and his property now becomes officially part of the Eruv. Which is if he died, let's say, after Shabbat, which means now already the Yoresh cannot make any Eruv on Shabbat, so therefore he is Osir. So the Gibran says, wait, why should he be Osir? Amai Osir, Nibatel. Which means why don't you let the. Um, when the, when the guy from the Shuk dies on Shabbat. Good? Now, technically his property went to somebody else. But you can't make an Eruv on Shabbat. So therefore he's Osir for everybody else. Let that guy now bevatil his Lishut. Which means if you tell me you can bevatil on Shabbat. Correct? You tell me what? If you go into Shabbat, there's a way to come out of it through Bitur Lishut. So true, the guy in the Shuk died. Very good. And when did he die? He died on Shabbat. Good. What happened now? His property goes to one of the members of the Hatzir. The only problem is, he was not part of the Eruv. He's not part of the Eruv. Technically, that Helik is Osir. Good. Let that member now, that bequeathed that property, let him evatel his rights to the other members of the Hatzir, and everybody should become permissible. So the Gebarah says, you're right. He can do that. He can do that. Again, what's the Gemara's question? The Gemara, the depth of the question is, you see from here, that a Yoresh cannot be Mevatel. Because this guy in the Hatzir is Yoresh. He bequeathed it from the guy in the Shuk. So he's Yoresh, he cannot be Mevatel. What do you mean? You tell me that what? According to one Chita Yoresh, can be Mevatel the Shuk. Gemara's answer. You're right. When the Braita said, that it's Asur, it's Asur until he makes Bitul. But in the Chimik, he makes Bitul. 
which means really Yoresh can be Mivatel. Yeah, but you said it's Asur. Yeah, you're right. Because on Shabbari died. He was not part of the Aruf. The guy bequeathed it. I bequeathed an area that what? That was really not part of the uh, Aruf. So technically now that guy is going to have the ability to be Osir. You're right. So what's the answer? Tevatel. Once it's Mivatel, already it becomes permissible at least for the other members to carry in the Hatzir. Amen, amen.